Hello everyone, Whitney here. I just wanted to give you all a quick disclaimer before we jump into today's episode. We do discuss the loss of a parent, so although I encourage you to listen to this episode, I do not recommend listening to it while you're driving if it is something triggering for you. Thank you so much for listening. to a mom with a mic podcast. My name is Whitney and I am so honored to have my friend Ashley on with me today. Hi Ashley. Hi Whitney. Glad to be here. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So um, this episode is going to be very special um, because I reached out to Ashley and for those of you that don't know um I lost my mom in December 2017, and Ashley also lost her mom. Would you mind letting everybody know when that was? Definitely. It was um, November of 2014. Okay. So a few years before my mom passed, and so um, I reached out to her because I knew I wanted to ask a question about what it's been like being a mother and raising children without the presence of my mother physically mm-hmm. um so you know when I lost my mom the first person that I thought to reach out to was Ashley because I knew that she would know the space that I was in and have an understanding of the emotional side of losing a parent especially mm-hmm. a mother and mm-hmm. so um so did you have your son before or after was it I believe it was after, right? Yeah, my son was after. So my mom passed um, in 2014, and then I literally got pregnant in 2015. Wow. And then had him at the start of 2016. So okay. it was not even a year after she had yeah. got pregnant. Yeah. And how... Um, Go ahead. I was just going to say, unfortunately, he didn't get a chance to meet her at all. Mm-hmm. So how was that? I mean, just finding out that you were pregnant, you know, and still I tell people all the time that like grief can be an ongoing process yes. and, you know, we can move forward. We, we move forward in life. We don't stay stuck. Time doesn't stop for anyone, right. but you know, there's still that there's still so many different emotions and so many aspects to losing your mother that never leave you. Never. So when, when you were pregnant with your son and went through that whole process what was that like for you emotionally it was a roller coaster like when she passed I had a few people that reached out to me who did lose a parent and what kind of resonated in my mind was them saying like you're always you're going to get past it because just like you said like time waits for no one it kind of forces you to push past Mm -hmm. but you're never going to fully be okay And when it initially happened, I was like, okay, I understand it and dealt with it how I could. But when I got pregnant and being pregnant and knowing that he was not going to get the opportunity to meet her, it was super difficult. Like I would have my good days and then my Mm -hmm. really bad days, you know, sometimes like something like a song or a smell or anything trigger a thought of them. Right. And with all the uh, pregnancy emotions that I had anyway, 
it would mm-hmm. be heightened when that would happen to me. And then I could be like riding in the car and randomly just like bust out in tears because I'd hear or see something that reminded me of her. And yeah. the reason I would cry was not solely just because I missed her, but also to just knowing like, oh, my God, she's not even going to meet him. And right. then having him and going through those motions, too, it's like almost, I guess, the same feeling. Yeah, it, it was tough. It was really tough. That's kind of, you know, my mom had a chance and I'm always so thankful but. You know, she had a chance to experience my first pregnancy. She was there mm-hmm. for the birth of my daughter, which it's funny because oh, I think awesome. our kids are probably like nine months apart because yeah. my daughter was yeah. born in 2016 also. And um, but around the time that I was set to deliver is when she was due to start her treatments. And oh, so okay. really, my mom was essentially sick for the entire time that she knew my daughter, like you know, there was only a few months in between, but she was essentially sick the whole time. So, you know, it was hard because I was dealing with the the part that really bothered me the most that affected me the most was when I had my daughter, she wasn't really able to be there for as long as I would have hoped for, you know, um, my mom to be there. So, you know, she was there, thank the Lord, she was there for the birth and she was there for a couple days after, but you know, her thought process and her, her mental wasn't in the best place because she knew that in a couple of days she was going to be starting chemo treatments. And so then, you know, she left and I was just stuck by myself. And I, I just felt so alone because, and I did feel a little envious because I had other friends who were having babies and, and they're just like, you know, yeah, my mom's coming up for two, three weeks to help me out. And, I'm sitting here like, you know, yeah. I'm great. I'm grateful for the time that I had, but I'm also like, I have no idea how to take care of a baby. And here yeah. I am by myself yeah. trying to care for this newborn. And it was super duper emotional because I wasn't even close to my mom as far as distance wise, because she was in mm-hmm. Florida and I was in Indianapolis and you know, the emotions of postpartum plus Mm -hmm. the emotions of knowing that your mom is going through this thing and you're not even able to be there. So like, it was a lot. So, you know, super tough. Yeah. So now that, you know, your son is here and, you know, your mother is not physically here, how do you, I guess, um, you know keep her memory alive do you tell him do you show him pictures of her do you kind of like have those conversations how do those conversations go because I've shown you know pictures of my mom to my daughter but Mm -hmm. I had I don't think I've actually taken the time to really tell her Mm -hmm. who she is and who she was as my mother Mm -hmm. well for me I always I had I felt like regardless I was going to make it a point for him to know who she is mm-hmm. um, because obviously he has his dad's parents so right then he also has my dad so I didn't want him like wondering you know like what that meant so mm-hmm. I felt like I was going to jump at it before he had to f- just like find out so I kept pictures of her literally like all over the house I still have a bunch of them now that we've moved but they're like literally everywhere including in his room 
So okay. he got to that super curious point where he was just like, who's this? Mm-hmm. And so I felt like that was like my moment of like, okay, go ahead and do it. So mm-hmm. I told him that was his grandma. And of course, you know, you could see like their little minds trying to process. Right. right. So he was like, grandma, mm-hmm. he was like, like Papa. And I was like, yes. So grandma was with Papa, like mommy was with daddy. Mm-hmm. And so he said, well, where is grandma? And so I told him that she was in heaven. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, where is heaven? Oh, yeah. So I pointed up to the sky and I said, you see the clouds? Because they were learning about clouds, I think, like the month before. Yeah. And he was like, yes. And I said, well, she's up past the clouds. And he said, well, I want to go to heaven. And I was like, well, you will one day. And that's where you're going to see grandma. Mm-hmm. So he kind of just left it at that. And now if anyone asks him where she is, he just says she's in heaven wow. and her birthday just passed. So um, we went and got balloons to release. And so, when he was, yeah, it was really, really emotional when he yeah. released them. Um, he said the balloons are going up to heaven to grandma. And I was like, yes. Oh, my gosh. So I, I love feel it. Like yeah, it was a connection, like he's starting to understand it, but like to really explain, you know, death and all that stuff, I, I'm going to save that probably for later. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am, too, because, you know, my daughter, she's she's inquisitive, but not not to that extent like she she doesn't really ask a lot of questions in regards like when I show her the picture of grandma, she just, okay, that's grandma and I'm, you know, yeah, and yeah. You know, and I'm, I feel like I'm trying to wait for her to get older to really explain to her. But, you mm-hmm. know, she calls my husband's mom grandma also. And so, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure now that she's almost four that she somewhat processes that they're two different people. But yes, we haven't really taken the time to really dive into that and you know, that's definitely something that I, I want to start doing because I, but I also, for some reason, I feel like it's triggering for me. Like I, I'm, I'm sitting here, like, I cannot believe I have to explain to my child where her grandma is because she's not here. Like I never wanted to do that. Like I wanted her to be like, graduating from college and she's screaming you know in the stands for her and all that stuff so like you know it's yeah and it's it's hard totally understand yeah it's it's yeah (laughs) and I but I felt the same way that you felt when I had my second daughter like you know just throughout the whole pregnancy I'm like wow my my daughter's never gonna get to meet her grandma like in either way neither of them will have any memory and it's hard it's really hard so you know you you have to wait until you're also able to talk freely with them about it Mm -hmm. and in talking and getting advice from like my aunts and uncles like you have to also wait until you're in a space to not fully like cry when you talk to Because, you know, at this age, they don't want to see you crying. They don't want to see you sad because Mm -hmm. then it makes them sad cry and associate that feeling Mm -hmm. with when you talk about your mom. So it's like you also have to wait until you're ready as well Mm -hmm. as her. And I feel like I 
you know, and with talking to anybody else about it, I have no problem doing that. I do think it is the hardest trying to talk to my, my daughter about it now. And I'm so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's something about being a mother and not having them, your mother to discuss these things with that just like, it's so hard. So that's one thing I wanted to ask you about is, you know, we mentioned earlier how you're able to move forward, but losing a parent really shapes us. It, it changes Mm -hmm. you. And I Mm -hmm. think for those of, you know, those of you that have been blessed to have both of your parents still around, like it changes the way we think about things. And I feel like it's even changed the way that I parent because since I lost my mom, I've started to have more, revelations of things so one of the more recent revelations was that I never viewed my mom outside of her being my mom she was Mm -hmm. she was always just my mom and now that I'm a mom I'm like but wait I'm not just a mom though I have feelings and emotions and I have (laughs) wants and needs and and I'm thinking back like wow I wish I would have you know had the opportunity to view my mom as more than just a mom so now with me having that mindset I'm like okay well you know for right now obviously my babies are young so I don't want them to see me as anything besides their mommy like that is that's fine but as they get older I really want them to to view me and understand that I am more than just their mom. I am, you know, mm-hmm. I'm somebody's wife. I am, you know, I have these feelings. I have these emotions. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I just need a break. It doesn't mean I love you any <laughs> less. But, yeah. you know, and so if I have a certain demeanor about me, it's not a reflection of you. And I don't want you to feel like I'm upset with you. It's just I needed a break. And so, you know, I've, now that I'm parenting now, that's something that I'm always thinking about. Do you think that having lost your mom before you had children, it's shaping the way that you parent your son? Absolutely. And I can certainly agree with what you said. Like, as soon as I got into my whole parenting swing with my, with my son, I immediately thought like, oh my God, mom, you went through this too. Yeah. And it sucks that I couldn't talk to her about it, but that's all I could think like, oh my goodness, you went through this too. And then like, you know, when your kids get in that super needy mode, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, was I like this to you too, mom? Like it started making me, I went through like a range of emotions, but one of the biggest ones for me was like, I was super apologetic to her. Yeah, And I still like her to this day but I just remember when he was in like one of these super needy fits and I was just like oh my god mom I am so sorry if I was (laughs) ever this this way to you and this like selfish sometimes selfish and then I started yeah I started thinking about all the times that I was potentially selfish to her like from like from when I can remember up until I was an older adult Mm -hmm. and it was just like oh man it was like a gut gut punch because I just wished I could have like thanked her and been so much softer to her instead of you know being angry or frustrated or whatever and not considering her feelings yes that was the same way that I feel oh my gosh 
Yeah, it shapes you. And I feel the same way that you do. Like, I, I feel like I just hope that when he gets old enough to understand that he appreciates me, but also like just understands that I am more than just his his mom. Mm-hmm. So I completely agree. Like, it's a totally different feeling. Um, I think about that all the time. But I also, and I don't know if you felt this way too, but you also feel like you can literally do anything for them too, though. Yeah. Like, if I could go through the death of my mom, turn around and raise a whole kid, mm. like, I feel mm. like I can do anything for him. Like, anything he needs, any motivation, be anything that he needs, like, I feel like I can. It was like, sadness but also flipped into like a really empowering yes i i Um, i feel you yeah empowerment yeah it's it's super empowering yeah um yeah it's certainly shaped because you know you don't have them there to give you that advice that you wish you you could use Uh and granted you you might have friends or aunts or whoever who also raised a kid but it's nothing like having like your mom there to help you through it Right. And that's just kind of also what I struggle with. So, like, I try to figure it out myself and just kind of wonder, like, did my mom do this when she was, you know, raising me? I wonder if she did. So I'm going to try it because I feel like this might be what she did. For me. Right. I- and I, you know, you said, you know, mentioning that you have like aunts and friends and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times having just a maternal figure it's it's important. It's such a big deal to be able to have someone yeah. else outside of your mom. But at the same time, it's, you know, for me, it can be difficult for me to open up to yes. someone because I'm constantly thinking, I'm like, well, you're not my mom. That's not the advice my mom would have gave me. Like, I, you don't really it's know me right. like my mom knows me. And I, I appreciate you, but I'd rather hear it from my yeah. mom. And so I find myself, yeah. you know, choosing not to reach out to those maternal figures. And they, you know, these women, they love me and they care about me. And they've many of them who've known me literally my entire life. And I find myself mm-hmm. choosing not to reach out to them and choosing to try to handle things internally just because I don't want to have the wrong, I guess, attitude towards it. And yeah, yeah and I and I feel like that's that's not healthy because we, I need to be able to express myself. I need to be able to talk to somebody about my parenting journey. But I find yeah. I'm finding that I'm finding more solace in having a community of people who've been through the same things I've been through. So like, even, yeah. Like, so even though you and I don't talk all the time, like I just feel a sense of connection because it's really something that unless you've gone through it, you just can't really understand. I cannot talk to literally like literally anyone that I know, I cannot talk to them because everyone I know all have their mothers mm-hmm. still here in the in the physical with them so it does kind of suck so what i have learned that i guess works best for me is talking to my mom's closest like one of her closest sisters mm-hmm. and that's because she was like literally as much as i was around my mom it's her little sister so she was also around my mom mm-hmm. 
So a lot of her parenting skills mirrored how my mom treated me. Uh And it's the closest thing that I have. So I confide in her a lot. Uh But it's like you said, still, she still has my grandmother, which is her Uh mom. So it's almost like you still, you know, you can listen all day long. You could do what they say all day long. But at the end of the day, like they still don't know 100% what you're going through and what you went through. So you still have to just kind of take it with a mm-hmm. grain of salt. And it's so hard. I feel like we're like diamonds in the yeah. rough. Like people who have lost their mom to find someone else who also lost a parent. And it's it's difficult not having a, a few people around me that have lost a parent. Mm-hmm. And of course, you don't wish that on anybody. Right. But sometimes I, it's envious to watch, you know, mm-hmm. like it's hard to watch mm-hmm. yeah so just I don't know. that's that's exactly like what I was gonna get into like you know I have some really close girlfriends and you know I hate to say this but sometimes you don't want to bring it up because you don't want to be like a Debbie Downer like you don't want right. to come at them right. like oh I'm feeling this type of way you know like a constant reminder to them that like yeah you know, my mom died and I'm feeling these emotions. And so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to bring that energy to anybody else. But, you know, if I have somebody that has been through it, I don't feel a type of way bringing that energy because I know it's the same energy they have. Like, and it's, it's not really a constant, like I'm trying to, you know, be a Debbie Downer. It's more so I'm just like really needing somebody to talk to to unpack these emotions because, you know, for you, it's been six years. For me, it's been, you know, almost three. And I feel like it's Mother's Day, for example, like, that's still triggering for me. Like, I've, I'm not like boohoo crying every Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. you know, the first one, Mm -hmm. sure. But, you know, the consecutive ones after that, not so much. But it's still no, it's still an envious feeling that I get like yes I, I yes. love seeing the pictures of people's mothers because I'm like wow I'm just looking at the blessing in that I'm like wow they are so fortunate to have their mom oh they're so beautiful oh she looks just like right. her and oh they look like they have a wonderful relationship or whatever it is and mm-hmm. and you're just like fishing through these old pictures you know because you're not able to yeah. create new memories with your mom and you know it's that's one of the hardest days for me like I might peek on social media and maybe post a photo Mm -hmm. of her but I have to like stay off for a majority of the day like everyone who knows me knows like I am not good to anybody (laughs) I'm not crying like I'm not boohoo crying all over the place but I am just super sad and I don't want my envy to turn into anything more than that so it's easiest for me to just like not even Mm -hmm. see it because it's Mm -hmm. tough I don't know if that feeling will ever go away Mm -hmm. I hope so but yeah I just try to either focus on something else or you know just focus on my son and kind of go from there because it is that's one of my Mm -hmm. hardest is my Honestly, what what I've done, I focus on myself on Mother's Day. I'm just like, you know what? Oh, that's a good. 
I got these two kids. I don't want nothing to do with them on Mother's Day. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, I'm like, that's my way to yeah. kind of, I guess, distract from the other noise that I have emotionally where I'm just like, okay, well, what do I want to do today? Yeah. Like anything I want. And that's how I kind of cope with it. And like you said, I'm not crying. I'm, I'm okay, right. but it's still an emotional feeling and it's not again, like raising kids, I'm, you know, I need them to see that I am, I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. Yes. You know, I, when they get older, they will, I will then tell, you know, you know, yeah, mommy was fine, but mommy struggled with, you know, losing her mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to really work on myself and unpack all of my emotions in order to get through it. And notice I didn't say like, get over it, because I've, probably never get over it you will never yeah you are just never going to and that's what everyone told me who reached out to me that have lost a mom like you're just never going to get over it it doesn't matter how many years go by you know how old you are it doesn't matter you're just Uh not and I you know when I reached out to you I was asking you you know hey I'm thinking about recording this episode for my podcast and you know I'm not sure how it's gonna play out and you know I was so thankful that you you know were with me on it and you were so you know accepting to be on the show and I was like thank you so much because for me it's it's therapeutic for one. And two, I actually have a friend of mine who just lost her mom. And, you know, and it's almost hard for me to even like, discuss it with her because I'm like, you know, I know all I can say is I know how you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I can't tell you anything else. It's just I know how you're feeling. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Because you know, this is going to take time for you to unpack your emotions. And, you know, I'm one of those people that when someone asks me for like mom advice, I'm, I'm telling you like, well, this is what works for me, but do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Do what works for you. So I kind of take that same approach. Like I want to be here for you. So if you want to have a virtual coffee date, like FaceTime coffee date, and you just want to talk to me, then I will, you know, totally be here for you like that's that's how I approach it yeah because it's just like I understand it's so important to just have a community of of people who understand because she also has two children and um Mm. you know and I know how hard it is and all I want is to I just want to continue to for one deal with my emotions and to be able to encourage anyone that's like lost a parent and like I said at the same time healing myself that is also why I am so glad that you are doing this because like I mentioned earlier I feel like we're diamonds in the rough and and if you can reach even just like one other person to help them out with listening to us who are also going through or have gone through Mm -hmm. the same things that they did I'm sure this is going to be super helpful for them. Like it's so rare to meet anyone who have, but I feel like there's not a lot of like podcasts or 
even posts that I would see about someone losing a mother. Right. I don't know if it's just like the emotions behind it or if not enough people have, mm-hmm. but it's just rare to see. Mm-hmm. And I think, and all. that's, you know, again, like that's, that's what I want to be because I, when I was going through it, I would have loved to have, you know, something to listen to, to not yes. feel alone because I'm like, oh my God, I'm the only friend who's lost you know out of my my circle who's lost their mom and I'm like I just yes. I just need somebody else to to tell me that what I'm feeling is normal or yeah, you know of course just tell me that you're never gonna get over it but you will get through it and because I honestly I think when it in, initially happened I don't think it bothered me so much like I don't think people realize that you know, in that first week and the funeral and all that stuff, you're so like preoccupied with the events mm-hmm. of that. And people are reaching out, seeing how you're doing and this and that. And, you know, realizing that, yeah, it hurts, but the real pain doesn't come until later, until yep. after everything yep. is said and done. You know, I'm, yep. you know, I'm still dealing with it now and nobody's really remembering that. And I don't expect people to be like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? You know, I know it's been such, I don't expect that, but I think, you know, some people don't really understand that it's an ongoing process and yeah. And we are okay. But it goes, yeah. And it goes back to what you said though. Like, it's ongoing, but you also don't want to be like that Debbie Downer to your friends mm-hmm. that haven't lost their parents. So it's like, where do you go? What do you look for? What do you listen to? And that's why I think this is going to be super helpful mm-hmm. for those people who are who are going through the exact same thing, because you don't want to always like talk to people about it, but you are super duper sad inside yeah. and you still want to talk. And I feel like a lot of people are thinking like, oh, well, you know, just see a therapist or something like that. And I'm a super advocate for a therapist. I certainly saw one. I saw one after she passed away. But at the same time, again, it's like, but I, I can, I can't really super connect with this person because one, I don't know if they lost their mom, doubt it. Mm -hmm. And then I don't really know them like that. So it's, it's better and it's easier to talk to someone maybe I could relate to. Yeah. And who I kind of sort of know. Right. I get it. You know, so I feel like this would be hopefully super helpful for someone else to understand that you're not alone. There's other people out there going through the exact same thing that you are. Exactly. And experiencing the emotions that you Yes. And honestly, I I'm so thankful for you and I'm I'm glad that we're having this conversation because this might even be an episode that I can share with my daughter in, you know, five, ten years. Oh, so yeah. she can like hear me and what I'm dealing with and you know, when obviously when she's at an age to understand. So Oh my god, yes. yeah. And I am thankful then even Yeah, because you can share it with your son as well. Like it's yeah, you know, it's it's an ongoing thing and I feel like we're we're trying to be the best mothers that we can possibly be you know kind of kind of without the the guidance the physical guidance that you know we would have loved to have but I think I feel so much better right now after talking to you and yes and don't ever feel like you can't reach out to me like I am available 
literally anytime I can make time, anytime that you do talk about it, because like you said earlier, I know exactly, I'm 100% sure I'm either gone through what you're feeling Mm -hmm. or will go through what you're feeling. So I would still be super interested in hearing what you have. What you have to say and just kind of talk through it because, yeah, it's easier to just talk to someone you know For have sure. gone through it as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you so, so, so much for coming on and having this discussion. And again, like, I appreciate you so, so, so much. And for anyone out there thank who is possibly going through anything, I'll leave. Is it okay if I leave your Instagram information? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'll leave both of our social media info and you know, you can feel free to reach out, but I just want everybody to know that we are all in this together. We are mothers, we can support each other through anything. And so again, thank you so much, Ashley. You're very welcome. And can I just say before we end that my son absolutely loves Pancake Saturday. <laughs> he makes me like I can't say rewind, but like go back <laughs> to the story every time. He's like, go back, go back, go back. So I have to replay your daughter again, and he's like, no, go back, go back, go back. And he loves pancakes too, but he's just like, I want to hear pancakes. Oh, I love it! And we've been slacking on it. Like we record them, but I always forget to post them because I'm probably like rushing to go feed the baby and I just always forget to post it. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to think about you this Saturday when we do it. (laughs) Just know you have a fan (laughs) and he absolutely loves it. I always have to. Thank you for doing Pancake Saturday and thank you for doing this podcast. It's awesome. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon.